I said, kids climb trees? And she's like, whoa, whoa, kids shouldn't be climbing trees. And I said, excuse me? Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community, whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the world, <laughs> or if you were listening as a podcast around the world, it's pretty cool to be on a radio all over the place in different countries and such. But at any rate, wherever you're listening, we appreciate you being here and hanging out. Today, it's going to be me chopping it up with you. I'm going to tell you a very, very interesting story about how I was approached at the park from some supervisor in the town we live in and they told me I cannot use the trees to work out at the park. That's absolutely bizarre. I know, but I got a lot to say about it. And that's not even the message around. I got a bunch of different messages. I I was thinking about this and it really hit me in many different ways. But I'm going to talk about kids and health. And I'm going to mention about how our culture, how our civilization, how we need to heal and come together and, and stop trying to make people do stuff that you shouldn't be telling them not to do. But we'll get into all that. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so here it is. I have been a TRX fan for years. I don't even know how long. I love the TRX. I love full body weight movements. If, you guys, if you're not sure what a TRX is, is they have a bunch of different knockoffs now. But when the TRX was the first to market, it was actually designed by some type of military guy. You put the TRX on the Humvee and you can work out wherever you want. Super cool idea. Like I said, there's a bunch of knockoffs there. I don't, I don't, I don't really care. I'm not. I don't have any skin in the game. I don't, I don't sell them. I don't. I don't get a commission off them. So whatever you want to buy but i love the trx i got a couple legitimate ones and anyways it's a band it looks like a band it's a cool thing it's got handles on it you can put on a tree you can travel with it you can put it on your door in your hotel room and you can do any body weight exercise push-ups sit-ups squats crunches you don't do a sit-up on the band of course but um it can hit the whole body in many different ways it's a fantastic tool remember i'm not selling the trx So I'm using, I tie my tear, like I've done for you. I've done this. I'm in Alberta right now, but I'm in, I'm in Alberta. I've taken this all across Alberta. I've taken this in LA. Everywhere I go, I take the TRX band because I like to work out. Working out's important to me, mentally, physically. Most of you know who, who I am and what I'm about. We've been running a health business for over 10 years now at this point. I've been in professional sports 10 years before that. So it's what I do. It's my life. So I'm going, I'm, I put the TRX band on the tree like I've been doing here at this park in the years past. And I've been doing this um, for probably a couple weeks at this point in time. Anyways, I'm finishing my workout. I got my headphones in. I'm listening to my own podcast, Exploring Mind and Body. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm listening to, uh, I, I like audiobooks. I guess it doesn't matter. I'm listening to different audiobooks. Um, I think this one I'm actually just started listening to is called The Silva Method on Mind 
not mind control, but mind exercises. At any rate, it's what I, it's what I really enjoy learning and, and reading and listening. And, and uh, it was a really cool book. At any rate, I'm interrupted. I'm just finishing push-ups. I'm actually doing push-ups on a park bench. I already have the TRX down. It's packed up. And she comes up to me and she says something along the lines of, um, you're not able to use this park for exercise. And I'm like, um, excuse me? <laughs> and she's like, she's like, well, particularly the trees. She's like, the trees aren't meant for that. And I'm like, they're not meant for what? And she's like, well, they're not we're meant to exercise on. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then at this point in time, like, I'm, I'm getting a bit like, this is confrontational, right? Like, and this whole conversation was polite, professional. There's no anger. There's no yelling on either side. This is just a conversation. But my spidey senses are like, something's wrong here. So she says, so she go, she says something like, the, the park isn't, isn't, um, the trees aren't meant for that. And I'm asking you politely not to use trees for that in the future and i'm like uh like everything in my body was screaming like what is she talking about that's wrong <laughs> and she's not right so we, so then we get into conversation and i'm just and i'm just saying like well what are the trees for and she says the trees are for shade and to look at and i said i'm gonna disagree with you right there i said this the trees are for whatever you want to use the trees for. And I kept saying, like I said, in many times I said, the trees, as long as you're respectfully using these parks, it could be a bench, it could be a tree, it could be whatever. I said, the trees are here for our community to use. I said, kids climb trees? And she's like, whoa, whoa, kids shouldn't be climbing trees. And I said, excuse me? Kids should not be climbing trees? And she said, that's not what the, that's not what the trees are for. And I said, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you. I said, that's what's wrong with our society. <laughs> you know? And she's like, oh, I can see her eyes getting a little bigger. And she's like, oh, this is probably the wrong person to have this conversation with. And I said, are you talking about child obesity? You're talking about child diabetes. We're talking about self-image, getting kids outside, stop playing so many video games, breathe fresh air. And I'm, 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 I'm listing all this. I'm trying to remember what I said and tell you at the same time. But it was, it's all coming out. It's all coming out. That lady was in the wrong spot at the wrong time. And she said, so again, we were having these conversations and and she says, um, and I said, who, like, who, like, who are you? What's your name? What's your, what's your position? Like, what is your job? Is, it, is your job to monitor parks and tell people what they can and can't be doing? And she says, well, I'm the supervisor of park, the parks in, in this town of Olds. And I say, okay, well, that's fantastic. So what's your job description? She's like, well, we, we manage the parks and we um, fix up the trees. They prune the trees and they make it. And I said, you, that's, fa I said, that's great. I said, you guys do a fantastic job. I love this park. Thank you for making beautiful parks in our community. Thanks for keeping it clean. And um, I appreciate what you're doing but this isn't your job. Like, this is not your job, what you're doing right now. And she says, well, when we, we just ran into a group of kids that were climbing trees and they broke a bunch of branches and then we had to fix the branches. And I was like, okay, but that's your job. And she's like, it's not my job to fix broken trees because they shouldn't be broken. I'm like, but when they're broken, <laughs> you fix them, right? And then and then I said something, something along the lines. I said, you know, I said, I live in this town. I've lived in here for years, always worked out. I said, I appreciate what you guys are doing. I'm paying taxes, which means I'm in part helping you stay em employed for you to go ahead and fix the parks, which again, we appreciate. But if something like that happens, you gotta, you got to uh, take care of it. That's your job. Your job is not to be telling people what to do. She says, well, my job is to be telling people what to do if they're destroying property. And I said, great. 
am I destroying property? And she says, well, what you're doing is you're encouraging kids to destroy property. And I said, whoa, you are out of line. You are so out of line. I said, we are in this community. We've been running fitness classes outside. We do we do events. We do donations. We do like everything we do in this town is for our community to help our community grow and inspire, live healthy. I said, I'm out here exercising so people in our community can see that I'm setting a good example. I'm just not talking about working out. This is how I live. And I said, I'm setting a good example to let the people in our community no, you should be out here using the parks, enjoying fresh air, enjoying sunshine. And then, and I said, kids need to be out here. They should be climbing trees. And she's like, whoa, no, no, they shouldn't be climbing trees because they, they ruin the trees. And then I don't think the taxpayers would be happy for me paying. And I said, for me paying to fix the trees. I said, I am a taxpayer. And I said, if that happens, I'm more than happy to help pay for you to fix our facilities. And, and I said, and she says, well, you're out here showing kids that that's okay. And what am I supposed to do if they're breaking trees? And I said, if they're ruin, ruining trees. And I said, okay. I said, then you step in. I have, to, I have to give her her job description. I said, that's great. Then you step in or you tell the parent to step in or you probably shouldn't have to. That's the parent's responsibility. At any rate, regardless of what happens in a destructive manner, that has nothing to do with what I'm doing right here. Absolutely nothing. In fact, it's the exact opposite. I'm showing people how to respectfully use a tree <laughs> or a piece of equipment, if you will. And um, it was it was absolutely bizarre. And I did a I did a I did a short version of this on one of our Facebook Live groups, and the like, people were appalled, and they should be. And and the, my point is. I got a bunch of points here, but one of my points here is that that individual feels that it's okay to walk up to people that are using the parks and enjoying the facilities. I, of course, like she kind of ruined my day a bit. Like I came back and I was steaming hot. I guess I should fit. Let me finish the story. So she said, and I said, you know what? I said, there, I said, here's the tree. And I said, you know what? There's a bunch of trash around this tree. There's food. There was a little bit of garbage. There was food. There was like half eaten cucumbers. There was like a handful of corn nuts. And I'm like trying to work out around this tree, avoid this disgusting food that's half eaten and i said what i said i said is that in your job description i said if you want you could clean up some of this food that might be nice she, she didn't like that very much but and so she, so we said she said well how can we come to a compromise like we were kind of debating back and forth and i and i, I just said and she said again she said a couple times i'm asking you politely not to use the trees and I said, that's fine. You're more than welcome to ask a request, but that's your opinion. And my opinion is very, very different. I said, these trees, people, like I imagine some people might think I'm crazy, but I said, and I told her this, I said, you might think I'm a bit crazy, but I love trees. I love nature. I love our environment. I love our earth and our planet. I believe trees are alive and living. They're breathing. They're growing. They, I feel like they, they like people to be around them. <laughs> is this crazy send me a message on social media you think i'm crazy no if you don't think i'm crazy that'd be helpful <laughs> so i said trees like to be climbed on they want to have a picnic under them and cleaned up after they want to be used they want a slack line tied around them so they can be used and they like laughter and joy and happiness and to provide shelter and to look at nicely but not i mean of course not destructively but not to just sit there and be alone i feel like they're lonely <laughs> I feel like I feel like trees are lonely in a park and they like it when they're used and there's people around and so I said if I'm working out on this tree I feel like that tree enjoys that if I'm climbing this tree that tree enjoys that and and, and kids like kids like at any rate and she I didn't tell her all that I just told her a little bit <laughs> and she's like I don't disagree with you she said but that's just not that's just not what the tree is for and I said well I'm sorry that's it's just not gonna happen he said I'm gonna be here 
as long as unless you tell me I'm breaking the law or there's some type of bylaw and she's like well I said I'll call the bylaw officer if you want to do it if you want to go that route let's call it and she's like well how can we come to a compromise or an agreement here I said I don't I don't think we will because we have very different opinions and that's all they are is opinions unless there's some law I don't know about then and she says okay and I said well you know what I said I could show you if you want because I've been using the trees for years. I know what I'm doing. You put the tree on a branch. I like. I don't like to destroy the tree either, personally, quite honestly. So I put the tree on a branch that doesn't have a bunch of leaves on or, or baby branches that, that the, the bend rubs a little bit. So, so I don't break any of those little branches. And then you put it close to the trunk because the closest to the trunk is as strong as it's going to be. And the, it has to run parallel to the ground, not perpendicular. So I can't put the... The bend isn't big enough to put it around the trunk. This is a very tiny tree. I got to put it on a branch that's running parallel to the ground so you get a big enough stem or what's it called branch <laughs> stem you get a big enough stem or branch and that's strong enough and then you put that as close to the trunk as possible to put the band around the branch as close to the trunk there is a way to do it so i was like okay let's let's go i'll show you what i'm doing and you can tell me if i'm destroying things so we walk over to the tree i put my trx band on there and I'm like, and I, just, and I do a body row. So that's almost my full body weight. And I'm like, this is probably the most, well, this is the hardest exercise or the most weight that's going to be on this tree. I said, do you see this and doing any damage? And she's like, no. And I said, is there anything I'm doing here that you think I shouldn't be doing? And she's like, then she like, like, instead of being understanding and being like, okay, you know what? You're probably right. Like we should do. That's, it's very difficult for people to say, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. You're right. Across the board, we would solve so many issues in this world if, if someone just said, I'm sorry, in most cases, or I'm wrong. That'll work. You're right. That'll work too. But she didn't want to admit that. She looked at the tree, absolutely no damage. She's like, well, um, she says, well, it looks like that could be a bit pruned a little bit. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Lake? Well, that's your job. You can prune it. <laughs> I'm talking about what you said. I'm damaging the tree. Am I damaging the tree? And she's like, well, I'm going to have to talk to bylaw about this. And I'm like, great. I said, I'll call bylaw right now. And of course, her eyes get a little bit bigger. And she thinks like, she didn't think I was serious. And I was like, Do you? and she's like, okay, well, I, I have the number. Okay, give me the number. And then I took, so I took down the number and I got the number. I'm like, okay, I'm like, what's your name? And what's your position? I take her name, take her, take her, take her title, like some kind of parks supervisor, some nonsense. And, um, and that was pretty much it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I missed. That's pretty much it. So um, I called the bylaw and I'm like, hey guys, and I didn't get, I didn't get anyone. I got a, I got some receptionist and they end up never getting back to me. Um, but what happens was, what happened was, I did, I, I did, a, I threw a short snippet up on social media. I got a bunch of feedback. Tons and tons of people sent me supportive messages saying, good job, we appreciate that. Because here's the thing: is that that lady, given in that being put in that place of power which she didn't really have she just thought she had could be walking around parks ta in town telling kids that they can't play at parks they can't climb trees they're causing destruction they oh this is here's one I, here's here's an example there's a skate park connected right to the there's a skate park within this big park i was working out at and i said to her i said okay <laughs> let's use an example i said there's a skate park right there if one person finds a way to destroy that skate park let's say maybe they're on their skate park their state their skateboard and they're spray painting the ground or the wall while they're skating does that mean that that skate park is not safe or available for anyone else to use? Or is it just that individual that's using it irresponsibly? 
And she's like, blank, blank stare. And this is probably one of the times where she doesn't know what to say. And she says, I'm asking you politely. And I'm like, that's fine. That's perfectly okay. But you're taking two very different scenarios of me leading by example, uh, using a, using this tree, using this facility, use this park in a very respectful manner. And you're trying to put me in a category with someone else that could possibly be destroy, destroying trees. And I, like, I don't even know if that actually happened. She guessing she could have just made that up to try to prove a point. So then we have the skate park there. And like, it's, it's the exact same scenario if someone is destroying it you don't shut the whole thing down and say no one can use it anymore you talk to that individual and you and try to make things right at any rate so we we go through i call the i call the bylaw and i was gonna call the town and i was like i don't know how much of like how big of a deal to make this i kind of want to get on with my day in my life and um the town some representative from the town actually called me and they said hey um we bounced back back and forth with phone calls and emails and they, they, the guy was very very respectful very professional he called he he, left a, he sent me a quick email said i know we've been trying to get a hold of each other he was in meetings i was bouncing around and he said in short or in summary we apologize for this happening to you this person should never approach you so anyways we tried to we, we finally connected on the phone and he said look drew i'm so sorry this happened to you that should have never happened that individual should have never approached you they um they they, they were in they were in the wrong and and he, he said we're doing the best we can to educate our people this is a new position or a new person at the position i don't remember exactly which but um and and we apologize and that, that should have went to management and then he said like a couple like odd thing i don't know if he saw the live video i did if he saw the replay i don't think so because it's in a private group but i'm guessing it's a, it's a small town there's ten thousand people here maybe twelve thousand. and uh, i've been here for 10 years most people know who i am i've trained people at the town like we've went in there and we've ran programs for the employees at the town we have run classes in and around this town for years we train the local we did the sports and conditioning for the local call people know who i am like it's, i couldn't i'm not like i'm trying to hide or or it's not like if, if you throw my name around a little bit like i've been on the radio for 10 years in town here so people know who i am it's not like you, you mentioned my name and no one's gonna know so i I don't know if he knew who I was or, or if someone told him, but he said, we don't, I don't know who, who told him. Like, I don't know what they told him, but he said, we don't want people to think that kids can't climb trees in this town. That's a little bit ridiculous. And then he, and he said, we're going to use this as a training exercise. We got to do a better job. And, like Hands down, they did a fantastic job without question. I don't have a problem with, with that. I think they did a very good job of actually apologizing and see if you apologize in a situation when you know you're wrong, or, and I said the same thing. I said, you know what? We have employees. I understand where you're coming from. We're trying to train our people the best we can. That comes from management. Like management always has to take responsibility. They rarely do, but you have to say that's our responsibility and we'll take care of it. That's the best way to go about it. That's the easiest way to decompress the situation, not escalate it like this individual talking about bylaw and what her job is and what I'm supposed to be doing. It, it is absolutely preposterous for someone. And and one of the things for someone to come and say you can't do that and here's the thing is like so kids want kids want to play in parks and how many times did she go and tell people kids that they can't play in the parks and now they're growing up thinking they can't use the parks or consider this you have someone that's intimidated by the gym self-conscious trying to lose weight trying to feel better about themselves they start using the parks and that individual comes up to them and says they can't do that so even for me like i'm a pretty confident person i don't have a problem speaking my mind <laughs> as you can tell and since that happened i i've like i've kind of been a bit self-conscious about the park because i'm like this was there's obviously a meeting that individual 
I don't know if they were scolded or told what they should be doing or not be doing, but in the conversation with the guys, he said, I saw a picture of the tree. It looked fine. So I'm like, so someone took a picture of the band or myself working out. And then it wasn't even that lady. It was someone else. It was a, and they, they, they employ a lot of kids to do those, to do those summer jobs, which is fine. This is great. But I'm guessing one of the kids, this is what it sounded like from the phone call. One of the kids was like, I, uh, I don't know if there's this person supposed to be doing that. Maybe they're going to wreck the tree. I don't know what the conversation was, but I believe from there that supervisor came over and was like, I'll handle this. And they came and told me what I couldn't do. And I was like, uh, uh, like that was the wrong time and the wrong person. And that could, but that's, that, but that's my point. And that's, what's troublesome to me is that it could have been any other person or many other people that avoid controversy or do exactly what they're told, regardless of using your own brain, which has been happening in the last two years. I'll touch on before I wrap things up here, but you, you can't just go up to someone and tell them what to do and they're going to do it. I mean, people do that, but I, like, that's not me. So she, what I'm, I guess my point is that she could have been already telling a bunch of people that, or in this case, I hope that I was the first person. And then she's like, okay, that's a bad idea. I should just stick to my job and not try to enforce my power on people. But here's another one of my points is that over the last two years, since all this nonsense started with, with COVID and the restrictions, and, and it's the politicians for sure. It's mainstream media for sure. They told us it's okay to ask people if they're vaccinated. They told us it's okay to encourage vaccination. It's, it's We're trying to get people to, they're try, they were trying to push vaccinations on people to get other people to get vaccinated, protect me, stop being selfish. It was a giant propaganda war of what exactly we should and shouldn't be doing with their own bodies. And now you have, like, now you have, I'm not going to get into too much politics. I'm going to wrap this show up here soon. But now you have our prime minister and he's saying, when it comes to the women and abortions, he says, it's it's your right to do what you want with your body. <laughs> So I, excuse me, I actually think he said that any woman that wants to come to Canada, I don't know what that works with the paperwork looks like, but if they want to come to Canada and do what they want with their own body, he'll respect that. But they'd have to be vaccinated to come into our country. <laughs> Which is bizarre, right? But here's here's more of my point is that the, over the last two years, we've had people in authoritative types of positions trying to implement or trying to pressure people to do things that they want, don't want to do. And most people crumble. Like most people probably did something they didn't want to do at some point, whether that's wear a mask, whether that's getting vaccinated, whether that's getting a boosters on top of that. People were losing their jobs. And I'm sure in 10 years, this is going to be looked on as one of the most ridiculous times in history. I hope so anyways, but people were abs like literally losing their jobs for not being vaccinated, which is bonkers. They did that at, they did that in, in, in hospitals and all the, then the nurses started losing their jobs that refused to get vaxxed. And then they welcomed the, the nurses back as long as they take an antigen test or some kind of PCR test. Some of them went back, some didn't, but then they're talking about how it's everyone else's fault for not getting vaxxed and taking care of themselves because they, um, because the hospitals are filling up and they don't have enough staff. Meanwhile, they fired half the staff for not being vaxxed. Like it was, it was just an absolute mess, monster of a mess that they created. And then they tried to blame the people for it, firing people, bringing them back. And then they found, then there's obviously there's clear data out now that, that there's, and there's trying, trying to say that the hospitals are filled up with just unvaxxed people. And now we have clear data saying the numbers were fudged for whatever reason. And of course they didn't tell you the truth, but why they were messed with the numbers. But um, they were also saying that now, now we're starting to understand that there's people still getting COVID or you can still get and spread it if you have been vaccinated. So it's not just the unvaxxed, like it's just a giant mess. So at any rate, my point here is that we have people in these positions that over the last two years, they think it's okay to put their opinion on other people. So you could look at your boss or your manager at work. That person said, 
it's my right for whatever the course we they were breaking the charter of rights and the um and the actual role the, the the rules and laws but because we're in a state of emergency they can basically make up any law they want so you have managers or bosses in a position to be like you need to be vaccinated or you can't work here when they have no business doing that then you have you can look at at, at a gro at the grocery store when they first this all this madness first started they you couldn't go into the grocery store unless you had a mask on and then that that kind of was loose loosely regulated after a while and then so i went in there without a mask one time and, and I, like I, I don't i don't it's not really my thing um and someone so the lady at the register was like hey like she, i could feel like inner turmoil like she's really supposed to say something but maybe not want to and then she ended up saying hey you know what like you really should be wearing a mask and i said it's great i was like you know what you should be running my groceries through because that's your job it's not your job to regulate what i'm wearing on my face or on my shoes or on my feet your job and so you know the thing is is she actually ended up bringing in my groceries wrong which made me so mad there was a couple discount items i grabbed and she charged me full price for them made me so mad that she thought it was her her job to tell me what I should and shouldn't be doing when her job was to run my groceries through correctly and give me my discounts <laughs> when I go to the discount rack. <laughs> uh, same thing happened another time. A volunteer at a voting station tried to get me to put a mask on and I was like, uh-uh. I was like, what are you talking about? You're like, that's not their job. That's not their position. It was like a teacher and teachers are really good at doing exactly what they're told because they work for the government and if they don't, they get in trouble. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really those government jobs and it's really difficult to say anything else about them because they're paying your salary. They're and like it's it's like they, they give such good benefits at least up here in canada and they pay such a, a good wage they can basically treat you however they want they put all the tough kids in one class for the best teachers because they think they can handle them then those teachers get no support then those teachers are strung out and they end up quitting and then you have less and less quality teachers at schools i feel like the whole school system is is upside down and and probably going in the wrong direction but it's probably for another topic at any rate this one individual was telling me what i should be doing when they're just a volunteer here and all they were doing is trying to get people to wait in line or directing people to go vote at what station absolutely no business trying to tell me what to do and and that's the point though that's what i'm trying to get at here is that we as a society we need healing like if you don't like we're very connected to the school systems um and we know that kids are two years behind in schooling because they kept shutting down the schools like oh let's shut down the schools like don't worry about the kids or what's going to happen in their future they shut down the schools they like the whole facial recognition and laughing and breathing and it, it was it's an absolute it was an absolute mess i don't know what's happening now i don't really follow it and then the last two years they've opened things up in the summer and then shut them down in the fall so anyone that has half a brain must be thinking that it's possible they're going to shut things down again in the fall for whatever reason but my point here is, is that they there's all kinds of people in these in these um I want to say like power positions because they're not they just think they are so they start telling people what to do and what they can and can't do and it's not their job it's not their position and in most cases they can't even tell you what to do they just think they can so if you're like not nah, sorry then they just go away but the good majority of people that were people pleasers we don't like confrontation we don't like people to be mad at us or angry at us so you just do what you're told which is why all this madness continues has happened over the last couple of years continues to happen because you have mainstream media spreading a bunch of nonsense from the politicians though the politicians politicians are paying the mainstream media to reinforce what they're saying so it's all a giant circle of nonsense but my point here is that we need healing like we need a long stretch not just a few months not just a summer we need years of healing for people to start to treat each other properly again for people to start to use compassion in their brain and not 
just to use their their position of power or their position of authority and directing people on what they should and shouldn't be doing, especially when it's none of their business. And in most cases, 99.9% of the time, it's none of their business to be trying to regulate what people are doing, like what people are doing with their medication or their own body, what people should be doing outside or in grocery stores or at the post office. Absolutely none of their business. And that has been happening for two solid years. It's not like it happened for two weeks or two months, two years. So just think about how long it's probably going to take five years if the nonsense finally goes away and they don't keep bringing it back, which I believe they're going to keep trying to do. But if that continues to happen, we're never going to get a chance to heal. We're never going to get a chance to exercise that compassion and belief in one another and respect for one another. But my point is, is that we have to let people live, let people live. Like if you look at the deep and restrictions that we were on, people were isolated in their homes. Isolation is the worst thing you could possibly do to an individual. That's the worst punishment in jail, in prison. You do that to the worst criminals in the world. You put them in isolation. They lose their minds. They go absolutely crazy. And we've done that to people in our society who are still afraid of people. They're still scared to go outside. They still got their three masks on and their quadruple boosted or vaxxed or whatever it is. And we, we as a society have not only created that fear, but we fed into it and we've helped it live and thrive and survive. And if we don't do something about it, we'll never get to that healing phase where, where nobody feels like it's okay to tell you you can't work out of park because you should be able to work out at a park where no one's going to tell you how to grocery shop or what to wear. What's worse about it is we've had friends and family in the same position. Oh, if you don't have certain medications, maybe you shouldn't be around us. If you don't have, you can't come in my house. If you, we've had friend, like friends and same deal. If you don't wear this, I don't think we should be hanging out. Like it's absolutely bonkers. It's madness in any way you look at it that people shouldn't be putting restrictions on, especially if you're your loved ones. My gosh, I could see maybe someone that works for the government, like someone at the post office is like, hey, you gotta do this. The government said so because they pay us and we have to do what they say. That, that may make a little bit of sense, but friends and family telling you what you can and can't do. If you wanna be my friend, if you wanna if you wanna hang out in my, in my house or, or act like a loving family, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. That was that was an end rant to exactly what happened, but to but but that's what I believe that's what I believe why that happened is because that's continued that's gonna continue to go on until we get a chance to heal as a society and come together and be like, you know what? That's their choice, that's their decision. They get to do what they want because they're a responsible adult. And that's all there is to it. So thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you coming in and hanging out with me. Um, if you want to check us out, like our, we're at trueformlife.com. As many of you know, you can check out any of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. And then you could be possibly listening on terrestrial radio as well. All these past shows are on exploringmindandbody.com. And then you find us on social media. We're quite active there. Always spreading the word on health, happiness, goodness, be good people, <laughs> protect the earth, do the right thing, love one another. That's what it's all about. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.